Welcome to 20 for Your 20s, a podcast that tackles the topics that are on your mind as you navigate the most pivotal decade of your life. This show is brought to you by Northwood Young Adults, recorded live from the collective. Thank you for joining. My name is Mike, and I'm the Young Adults Pastor at Northwood Church, and I am joined, as always, by Cody Richard. Hey, guys. Um, thank you for listening today. Yeah, so today's episode is the season finale of 20 for Your 20s, season one finale, and we are asking the question, does God want me to be happy? And Cody, what do you think about that? Uh, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But we're going to get into this. And, and I think the the premise of the question, like if we really talk about it, is that feeling I, I think we all have when we're faced with a question, not a question, but, but a choice. Um, we have on one side what we want to do and on one side what maybe our parents want us to do or society wants us to do or you think might be the more like logical thing to do. And this question that we ask a lot, or I hear young adults asking all the time is, you know, I just don't know what God wants me to do. Like what's God's will right now? And it's almost like the, the most burdensome thing we can think about is wondering, does God have one single decision that he's put in front of me that's the right one? And if I choose it, the rest of my 80 years on earth are going to be derailed. It's like the most important decision you'll ever <laughs> right. make. You know, like between choosing to move to like Idaho and Nebraska, like God is going to smite me in Idaho and bless me in Nebraska. You know, like like there's these uh, these weights and these barriers that we put on God and we expect that he expects so much from us. And in something that, um, I think is a, a powerful lesson that I learned a couple years ago was um, recognizing that there's so much things throughout scripture that God speaks to in our lives that are more pertinent than the decisions that we stress over. Like what kind of character we're going to have, uh, what kind of spiritual disciplines we're going to put into our lives, how we're going to respond when crisis comes is so much more important than us deciding like what college is better than the other. You know, like there are so many things that we get to deal with because God called us to do them, like going and making disciples, um, like praying constantly, you, you know, like things that we are, are right already know to be in scripture that we can just focus on those and recognize that as we're making these decisions, God knows what we want. He knows the desires of our heart and he's going to bring things that are going to make us happy, but they might not be always what we think they're supposed to look like. Yeah, for sure. And I think what, you know, just kind of to reiterate what you're saying is that the underlying issue of, you know, asking the question, does God want me, want me to be happy? You're right. the The underlying question there is, well, what is God's will for my life? Like, what does He yeah. want, uh, you know, from me, or what does He want for me? And I think the the best response to that question of what is God's will for my life is to always, you know, ask a follow up question, and it's the question of, well, what is the will of God that's already been revealed? Yeah. Right? What do I already know? I can look to Scripture and see, okay, this is what I know I'm supposed to do. So let me do that, and I can trust that God will, you know, you know. Uh, brighten the path as I walk it. Right. And so, uh, I think what we're hitting on is the idea that 
joy is a fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and happiness is not. Right. And so the difference here is, well, happiness is a feeling, right? Happiness is something that is fleeting, is momentary, that it is something that God can bring, but it's something that's not uh, permanent, right? Where joy, on the other hand, is more of a mindset and joy is a, a state of the heart. And joy is sometimes a, a decision, right? To, to stay uh, j- joyful in the Lord. And that is something that a lot of times we cannot uh, cultivate in and of ourselves. It's a product of the Spirit working in us, right? It's hence a fruit of the Spirit, right? A result yeah. product of the Spirit. And so I think a great place to start and asking, does God want to be happy, is to define what happy means, right? What, what is your definition of happy? And like, where does your fulfillment come from? Where does your satisfaction come from? And, uh, and so I think that's a, uh, a tension that a lot of us feel. Yeah, I, I completely agree. When we look throughout scripture, there's actually um, the single most used analogy that God speaks on or or two ideas that he pairs together are between Jesus and the church and a bride and a groom. Um, And he just harps on that all the time. The second most used one is between food and joy. Uh Amen. And, and to me, that says that God definitely wants me to be happy. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> food I love is food. Food's a gift, absolutely. Food's a gift. And, and really, where that rests is, is in community, is in eating with others, is in coming together around a table and spending time together. Um, and, and honestly, there's a, a way that God set up things to be that he set up community, that he set up marriage, that he set up family, that he set these things up in a way that are going to bless our souls better than we could have set them up ourselves. Um, and, and this is a stress that I feel like we we have sometimes um, when we look at how we, we've seen family done, how we've seen society done, how we've seen people live their lives before us, and we think like, man, if that's how God wants me to live, I don't know if that's what I want. I don't know if that's going to make me happy. Like we see other Christians sometimes that are admittedly like boring <laughs> and sad and repressed and not doing things that we would want to do um, in just like pushing away and pushing aside things that we would consider fun. And sometimes we can think like, okay, if that's what God wants, then I don't know that God wants me to have fun. I don't know that God designed an earth or a life for me that looks anything other than like me living in um, Uganda and caring for poor children and giving away all my earthly possessions and doing all these things. But, But I like that you brought up that dichotomy of joy and happiness, that there is a difference there. And one thing that we see about joy is that joy actually is a fruit of the spirit. It's not a fruit of me. It's not something that I can produce on my own. We we receive joy when we spend time in the presence of God. We are rubbing shoulders with the creator of the universe. And so if we recognize the source of our joy, that it's different than the source of our happiness, And sometimes that we conflate what we imagine our lives to look like, what we think it should look like to be the same as what we expect from joy. You know, um, 
I, w- I was thinking that all throughout scripture, we see these disciples who are being persecuted, who are being beaten and, and put in jail. And they consider it as pure joy that they are being treated like Christ was, that, that they are being stoned, that they are being <laughs> shipwrecked. And, and, and it seems confusing to us uh, to consider, you know, your parents getting divorced, <laughs> to consider um, <coughs> colleges uh, being out of session for six months or, or whatever it's been. Uh, during coronavirus, we, we consider these things to be nuisances and inconveniences. Um, but really, in reality, joy is the, the presence and the peace of God that exists in our conflict more than it is the happiness that comes from just being peaceful and nothing going wrong. Yeah, and uh, and I, I would just kind of go along with that, and uh, just that idea of you're right. A lot of times we mistake fun, or, or we think that you know fun and following Jesus are mutually exclusive, right? Where they're where yeah. they're not. They're more of you know like uh, you know we think well we're going to follow Jesus and all fun is going to be stripped out of our lives. Or if you read Scripture, nobody in Scripture lived a boring life, right? If you if no. you sold out for Christ, the the adventure has just begun. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Like when you start following Jesus, the things uh, of your life do change, but the fun and the excitement and adventure doesn't end. Um, and I love that you mentioned like, man, if I, you know, if I give my life over to Christ, he's going to send me to Uganda and I'm going to, you know, spend my mm-hmm. life living in a tent in, mm-hmm. in the bush of Africa. Right. And you know, while that's possible, of course, right. Um, I, there's a, a story that David Platt tells that I love and, or an illustration that he uses. And, uh, he says, you know, if my kids came up to me and said, dad, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like you just tell tell me what you need and I'll do it. He said, as a good father, I'm not going to like make them do things that will make them miserable. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have them live a miserable existence. And so, you know, God is the same way, right? And he, and God is much more than an earthly father, right? He's a heavenly father, a perfect father. And so if we were to come to him and say, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Send me wherever you want me to be, and I'll do whatever you want me to do. And he's not going to make us miserable, right? He's not going to send us to a spot where we're, where we're miserable. And, and I think, uh, you know, what you were talking about with joy and persecution, that just kind of adds to the fact that, man, joy is so deep within us, right? Some joy is something that comes from within where happiness is something on the surface level, right? Yeah. Where, where the only, only way we can have joy in persecution or joy in tribulation and, uh, the, the tough things that we walk through, it, it is a product of, uh, of a deep peace and a deep presence, a sense of the presence of God within us. Yeah. In, can I talk about the fact that happiness, though it's a, thing that we struggle with understanding sometimes it is inevitably the best thing that that we can hope for others it is uh not a bad thing happiness is not it's not a a a rough uh pursuit for us however seeking our own happiness is probably one of the worst things that we can look for Um, when you are prioritizing, hoping for, worried about, stressed over, um, making life decisions based on your own happiness, it will lead you to loneliness, to disappointment. Um, it, 
it'll never fulfill what you think it will. However, though we might not fully understand, like really, really deep down understand um, the difference between happiness and joy, though it might be a, a fine gray line for us sometimes, what we can understand is that when we seek others' happiness and others' joy, in, in, in pleasing others and giving to others and serving others, we will find happiness and we will found, find joy. And, and we don't do those things to find our own happiness. You know, we don't serve others to make ourselves happy. But when you recognize that as I give, God gives back. As I pour out, God pours back in. Um, I think that that's an easy way for us to to get past the moment of being like, well, oh, I don't understand happiness, so I'm never going to achieve it. I'm never going to reach it. Um, stop worrying about understanding it and just start trying to give it away. Yeah, I love that. And that kind of just <clears throat> corresponds with something I had written down when I was thinking through this for today. It's just that question of like, okay, am I spending my life pursuing the thrill, right? Or am I spending my life seeking fulfillment. And, and I think that's, there's a, there's a big distinction between the two, right? Because if we spend our life chasing our own happiness, like you said, or chasing the thrill and, you know, trying to maintain that, that, that thrill that we experience throughout life, you know, it's kind of like keeping a, a balloon in the air, right? It's, it's kind of hard to do, right? But we have to, you know, to try to sustain thrill after thrill after thrill. And eventually we, you know, we realize, man, this stuff, this stuff does not satisfy, right? Chasing my own happiness does not lead me there. Like it's, it's an empty pursuit. I'm never going to reach it. You know, no matter how many people I sleep with, no matter how many, how much money I make, no matter the amount of possessions that I have, like it's never going to satisfy, right? The things that the thrills and the things that I thought would satisfy aren't going to. We're on the other side of that. There's this quiet fulfillment or C.S. Lewis would call it a quieter love. And you actually see it in scripture, you know, we're, we're, we're challenged to live a quiet life, right? To, to yeah. instead of chasing thrills, instead chase fulfillment in God. And that way throughout your life, you will find that joy, that deeper uh, satisfaction than, than happiness would ever give. Absolutely. I, uh, a couple of years ago, I started going to therapy. Um, and it was really a, a big step for me personally. I had been dealing with depression for quite a while and um, had no idea kind of what a therapist could do for me uh, that I couldn't do for myself. You know, it, and I think that's how a lot of us feel that uh, step in first into talking with someone else. We're like, well, well, what are they going to tell me? I don't already know. Um, but it was really the questions that framed that entire experience for me. And one question that my therapist kind of led off with that sticks with me, and I think it's important for us to think about today, is if you could wake up tomorrow and you were happy, what would have changed in your life? What would look different? Would you be richer, taller, funnier, you, what would it be? Would you be in a different relationship? Would you be in a different family? Would you live somewhere else? And as we kind of talked through all the different things that we thought would make me happier, it, it came down to the fact that I could find happiness if I started introspectively, not with changing my environment, not with changing my circumstance, 
now with getting a raise because we almost I, I think we all recognize that like money won't make us happy that like finding the right one won't truly make us happy but like we've seen enough hollywood movies to know that like you know the, the rich guy will give away a billion dollars just to find someone else and in really in both of those things he doesn't end up becoming happy he has to become content and i think that when we recognize that within ourselves is the first place to start when seeking happiness we can start to recognize okay well that rub has to come through our relationship with god it has to come through a heart change and if you find yourself right now saying like man i'm just not happy i can't be happy i see other people i see that they're happy i'm doing what they're doing and i and i'm not getting there maybe start doing something you've never done before and start letting your happiness rest in god in ways you haven't um, <coughs> i know some of us even in the church sometimes struggle with this that we feel like god's really not fighting for our happiness He's not setting things up for us in ways that, that we think that he should. Um, but I would challenge you. Um, God speaks to this all throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, that his ways are hard, higher than our ways. He knows more than we do. He sees more than we do. Where we don't see the way forward for our own happiness, for our own joy, he's already been there and he's prepared something for you. Yeah, and I would say just to kind of conclude, uh, my thoughts is just this idea, you know, that that God is the creator of happiness, and yeah. God is the creator of joy, and if there's anybody that knows how to supply it, it's the creator of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we want happiness, if we want joy, we go to Him, and yeah. we trust in Him to fulfill that promise, and uh, and so that's good, Cody. Well. We have run out of time for today. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and also uh, all the preceding episodes in season one. And we are excited to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.